In the days of some elite athletes representing Aotearoa on the international stage for the glory of it and a grant, if they're lucky, could soon be over. The Employment Relations Authority has found in favour of a group of top rowers and cyclists in what has been a long-running disagreement with High Performance Sport New Zealand. The ERA has found the government agency is legally obliged to engage in collective bargaining with the athletes' cooperative. High Performance Sport had rejected earlier attempts to hash out a collective agreement on the basis it does not employ the athletes. Olympic great Mahe Drysdale spearheaded the case for the athletes' cooperative and joins us now. Kia ora, Mahe. What's the reaction been among the athletes? Uh, good afternoon. Um, yeah, I think um, a, a little bit of uh, relief. Um, you know, we've been waiting 18 months uh, since we issued the notice to collective bargain. So, um, you know, this is this is a really not a, a win for us. More just the start of of the process that we've been hoping to um, be involved in for the last 18 months. As a step forward in a victory, though, what is the significance of it? Um, well, I, I think the the significance is that. Um, you know, we're vindicated in, in, you know, choosing collective bargaining and, um, you know, now high-performance sport need to come to the table and, and, you know, talk to us. And, you know, this is all we've been trying to do um, at this stage and, you know, obviously, um, you know, being compelled to do it, they, they now, um, you know, have to have to sit down and, and talk to us, which is, um, you know, very pleasing and, and all, all we've really wanted uh, along the whole process. Why do you need collective bargaining for these athletes? Um, so the main reason we chose collective bargaining is is it um, balances the power. Uh, so there's no power imbalance, and you know it's it's you know been a long uh, journey, I guess, and um, the athletes have uh, not been uh, treated in in our view, um, you know, with as much respect, um, and you know we haven't we haven't don't have any input into how the system operates. Uh, we're told how it works and, and what to do. And, and, you know, we just, just go and, and uh, train and, and hopefully perform. But, um, you know, we want to be involved in, uh, you know, making the program and the, and the system better. Um, and, you know, obviously there's been a few unfortunate incidents in high-performance sport, and, and we believe that we can be part of that solution in, in fixing those. The Heron report highlighted some of the issues and athletes' concerns, trying to work while trying to train full-time. Grants, some of them were given, worked out at less than the minimum wage, and there were mental health stresses. So what is the ultimate goal here that you wish to achieve? Yeah, I think the, the ultimate goal is is an environment that, that we you know are proud of um, and that we're, we're part of, of making those decisions and, and that you know, ultimately, um, we want some of the uh, responsibility and be a partner in, in you know, making decisions that, that affect us on a daily basis. So, but you that's want fair really... pay too, don't you, Mahe? Because I mean, oh, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> that would be that would be nice. But you know, th- there is constraints in the system, and and we're well aware of that. So, um, you know, we that's could... that's part of this process is is trying to find what what is fair and what is reasonable. We'll talk about the constraints a bit more in a minute, but do you think there has been a bit of a mentality where if you are a top athlete, then the glory of representing your country in a grant should be enough to keep you going? Has that kind of been the way it's been looked at? Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, all of us are, are very lucky to be able to represent our country and, and you know, perform on the world stage. But uh, in saying that, um, why shouldn't we be treated like 
the 100 staff between Sport New Zealand and High Performance Sport New Zealand that are on 100k a year plus. So, you know, why why are the athletes um, second class citizens um, in that in that process when we're delivering the results? So, yeah, absolutely. It's um, you know, I think there is there is an imbalance there, and and this is hopefully going to help uh, resolve that. Let's talk a bit more about that, Mahe. The employees at High Performance Sport New Zealand, I've had a look at their annual report. Um, more than 55 of the people employed there are making between $150,000 and $450,000 a year, and more than 100 are making between 100 k and 150 k That's some big salaries there. They're not athletes. What do you think about that imbalance? Um, yeah, and, and, you know, we want to pay people well, right? And that, that's how we get the best people. But, you know, to put that in perspective, the most an athlete can earn is $70,000. And that's for people like Lisa Carrington and Emma Twig, who are Olympic gold medalists. That's, that's the limit that you can earn as a high-performance um, athlete um, in the system. So, you know, we, we do believe that that's wrong um, and that we can, we can uh, help remedy that. So why is there money for them, but not money for the people who are going out, you know, putting New Zealand on the world stage? Um, well, you know, it's, again, there's, there is constraints in the system. But, yeah, again, I, I think it's just about prioritising where that, that money goes. And, and we believe that there should be more um, attention paid to the athletes and, and the conditions. And, um, you know, because, you know, we're very fortunate to have the success that we are. Um, but, you know, the, the issue that we've got at the moment is, as an athlete, we don't have an option to go and roast for Australia or, um, you know, go somewhere else in the world because uh, we're born in New Zealand and, and we want to represent New Zealand. And, um, you know, they know that we, we don't have any other options if we want to represent our country at the Olympics. We're, we're running short of time now, Mahe, but I'm wondering, is this the first um, well, signal to the government uh, as a funder that they're going to have to find deeper pockets? Um, yeah, that that will be interesting in the process. Look, I don't want to. I don't want to say we're we're going to have to have more money because I know our country is struggling with money at the moment. But you know, we believe we can. We can even under the the current regime and the current funding, uh, we can look after our athletes better. Appreciate your time, Mahe. That's Mahe Drysdale, who spearheaded that case for the Athletes Cooperative. Um, they are now, the court has ruled, uh, can go into collective bargaining with High Performance Sport New Zealand.